Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now cause it probably won't last Patches, poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Jonathan, you should introduce this because this is your bag. When you say it is my bag, what does that mean to you? It means you're the reason we're recording this episode, so... Do you not want to record this episode? I don't. Jonathan, kick it off. So, welcome to the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast, episode 24, CONCACAF Champions League Fever. Um, Randy, Josh are not interested, uh, but Greg slightly. So uh, I've pressured everyone. That's that's false, man. I've pressured everyone to to join the episode, and I'm coming to you live from Northeast Portland. We're we're all interested in this except for Josh because LA lost. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Coming to a friend. I'm very mad right now. Uh, yeah, I'm st- I'm always in Northeast Portland. I too am in Northeast Portland. Is that who's on my front porch right now? Because just sent to breathing heavy. Someone made a tent. Uh, check check your ring doorbell yeah. for that. And Greg's still in Goose Hollow. Hey, Jonathan, why do you always say you're coming at us live when we totally record this ahead of time and then edit it down? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Interesting. Uh, I don't know why I do that. Because um, you're stupid? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am coming to you live in the moment, but I guess not live when... Greg, actually, I was going to make a joke at your expense, but you've been so fantastic in terms of turnaround time and editing that I stopped myself from from saying it would be live if Greg was faster. But you're really fast, so. Uh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll burn my I'll burn myself. Maybe this would be a little bit better quality if I took a little more time. There you go. So we've always talked about Concacaf Champions League on this podcast and the importance of it. For- Ever, ever since we started, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> I'll be coming to you live on January 9th for uh, the one-year anniversary show, which will just be pictures of me and Josh making out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But we've been talking about it for the whole year we've been doing this podcast. I've always loved CONCACAF Champions League, and uh, I get disinterested when in you know all MLS teams are knocked out because I'm like, yeah, it always happens every year. We had an awful showing yet again this season, yet LAFC was almost almost there. So I don't think we had an awful showing. We got yeah, we four teams into the quarterfinals. That's fair. Um, when I'm saying awful showing, I mean that that's the end of our showing. Yeah. So one team barely makes it through uh, LAFC, and, uh, and they only played one round. So the other teams played two rounds, or you know, the home and away and LAFC only had to play legs, not rounds. Round legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a podcast about soccer. I found me a soccer ball, and it was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, so, 
um, I uh, I was rooting for LAFC to win Concacaf Champions League against Tigres, but I did not want them to win as a team because I don't like them. I, I was rooting against them. I wanted them to fail, but I have to admit, this was beforehand because I hate LAFC almost as much as I hate Seattle. And uh, but when the game kicked off today, I, I find myself kind of rooting for them despite all that. And Josh, yeah, I like LAFC. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't understand why you guys hate. Josh likes LAFC more than he likes the Timbers. No, that's not true at all. But. I do like LAFC, and if they're going to go through, I'll fully root for them. I go to enough games there every season that it's sort of like my second team, if that's even a thing. It's not a thing. Do they have patch zone one? They don't yet. He hasn't started one yet. That, that sounded ominous. <laughs> but I do, I do like them. I think they're a great team. The owners are a little strange. Um, I don't know why everyone hates them so much. I think it's just like the Portland thing to do to just hate a better team. You a better team. Wow. <laughs> wow. You. Yeah. Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it is a Portland thing to do to dislike something else, especially from L.A. Uh, but I don't think – I don't think that LAFC is better than I. I don't think they are either. I think, yeah, there's maybe one or two people like Vela – Rossi and um, shit. What's yeah, his name? Latif, Blessing. Latif Blessing. That dude is all over the place. He- yeah, when he's on, man, that guy is on. He's just like ADD. <laughs> but um, I do think, you know, I'm glad that I followed Champions League this season, even though it was like a crazy season. And I can't wait for us to be in it next year. I hope we dominate. What about you, Greg? Who are you rooting for? I was rooting for MLS. Uh, I I couldn't bring myself to root for LAFC specifically, but I was rooting for MLS. Yeah. Um, I was really thinking about it, and pretty much any team from MLS I would have been cheering on except Seattle, and that's mostly because Seattle fans would be absolutely insufferable. See, I agree with you completely, and I also probably wouldn't be watching. Oh, you really wouldn't watch? I don't really like watching Seattle play at all. Huh. Like, unless I have to watch it, I don't. They're a bad team. (laughs) You think LAFC fans would have been any less insufferable if they had won? Well, I don't have to. I don't interact with them as often as I I don't interact with them, really. They're not, like, in any of those groups. They're not in Trifecta. Josh, how many um, LAFC Facebook groups do you belong to? Two. (laughs) (laughs) I was on mute and I started laughing out loud when you asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also not even on Facebook really anymore, so I don't like go on them. Yeah, I Uh I don't. I just have them because like they gave me patches and Mm -hmm. I'm on there and Mm -hmm. I talk to people once in a while Uh if I'm Uh in LA. But I don't like. That's a great story. I don't participate. I don't think I've ever like. Um, like really talked in the groups but i do actually it's a sad thing i do follow lafc on um instagram and i do like their books greg this is the point where you got to insert the peewee sperm and saying that's a great story (laughs) what's gonna happen (laughs) i I love that story so josh is gonna get drunk next season and come to a, a timbers game at home with the lafc jacket on not realizing he's wearing a 
investment for LAFC yeah. and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, wrong game. <laughs> but still, like, you know, hey, don't get me wrong. I Timbers are number one. And I've been, like, even before, like, I started following the Timbers in 2013. And before that, like, I was living in LA and I still didn't follow the Galaxy or Chivas. You know, like, I just didn't follow MLS. The Timbers, like, sparked my interest in this league, and I'm not, like, changing that at all. Like, they'll always be number one. But I am going to support LAFC if I'm in – if I'm in LA, I go to LAFC games. How many jerseys do you have from LAFC? I don't even have an LAFC jersey. All right. Okay. I still wear it. How many LAFC jersey jerseys do you want to wear? None. I don't what? like their jersey. Is it because yeah. they look? They all look like that old LA Galaxy jersey when they had the same colors. They never had black and gold. Yeah, well, yes, they did. I don't remember they were black blue and gold. gold. Nope. Go back and look it up, man. Before, when they had the Galaxy logo, or when they switched to the LAG logo or the LA logo. I don't know, man. I don't, uh, you know, chronicle the. Yeah, but yeah, but if you have the knowledge, you should know Yo. when it is. I have approximate knowledge of many things. Yeah, that's true. There's like 65 years of knowledge in that brain of yours. Well, that was just last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like how this was supposed to be talking about CONCACAF Champions League, and it's just turned into giving Josh shit about liking LAFC. So... (laughs) Hey, I'm down. Let's talk. Okay, let's like really change that. They did pretty good. I mean, I feel like 60% of the game, maybe they were on top. Yeah, Tigres really had to fight hard for it. Yeah, I mean, they 100%. earned their win. Yeah. And I have to say the LAFC did not get concacaf in this yeah. match. The ref was equally as dismissive of all challenges and any type of cards. There should have been <laughs> quite a few cards. Carlos Vela yeah. got fouled four times in, in the first half, where anytime they got near the final third and it was just... It was frustrating at the time, but it was at least consistent. So LAOC didn't get the calls against them. It calmed down, too. The second half, I was wondering if it was going to be real chippy. And it really wasn't like that until, like, the final five minutes. Like the Club America game? Oh, that game. Garbage. And that was what made me more inclined to be excited about this game and MLS potentially winning was the Club America theatrics that played out on the field. And... Awful refereeing. Yeah, that w- that was every every single thing you expect from watching a Congregaf match was like there's going to be you're just going to be overwhelmed with all kinds of bullshit and it's going to be ridiculous. We have this town to to talk about, but it was fun because this is one of the things I do like about Merritt Paulson, even though he's a giant rich uh, douche. Um, That's what we call you. Oh man, think about <laughs> think about how doubly rich douche he is. Then on top of me, it's if I'm like he's got three bidets. Yeah, <laughs> and that's. <laughs> but even Merritt was tweeting during that Club America game, saying how disgraceful Concacaf Champions League was with you know no VAR and clearly a foul against LAFC that should have been a penalty even though they didn't call it, and then red card an LAFC player. It was a joke. And yeah. uh, credit to to Merritt Paulson um, tweeting that. And so it's cool to see an owner who is watching CONCACAF Champions League uh, when his team is not even in it, when I'm not even sure the Kraft family knows what CONCACAF Champions League is. 
<laughs> yeah, that was my first reaction. I was like, oh, he's watching. <laughs> yeah, I think it's awesome. It was pretty cool that he was watching. And I, I like that he actually, well, he always stands up for everything. You know, he'll always speak his mind. Especially when he shouldn't. So, Greg, can you tell us about the highlight of that game against Club America with Miguel Herrera? Oh, you mean the uh, the thing that didn't happen on the pitch? It happened in during half as they were funneling into the tunnel? Go on. Well, first you got to talk about, what's that guy's name, Ochoa? The keeper? Yeah. Yeah, Ochoa, the keeper. And also the singer for Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Is that the Ochoa? Yeah. <laughs> they look similar. The, the imaginary contact, the headbutt that didn't happen, and he flops around on the ground and then gets Atuesta th- ejected on a red when, in fact, he should have been he should have had a penalty. Yeah. For those of you who did not see this live, first of all, shame on you. You should support international soccer and support MLS in international soccer. Uh, second of all, so LAFC has a free kick, maybe, I don't know, 40 yards out. Ball gets sent in. Atuesta goes up. He takes a kick to his hip pretty damn hard. Probably shouts for a penalty, but no VAR ref didn't see it. I kind of get that. While he's down, the Club America keeper, Ochoa, kind of leans down and he's talking to Atuesta. And he probably started talking a little bit of shit because Atuesta took a little offense and started to stand up pretty quickly. And it did not look like there was any contact from like three of the angles, but from one angle, you can say, okay, maybe it looked like there was a little, I don't know, head butting, but I think it was. Oh, it looked like a love cap on his cheek from his hand. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, it, I thought it was absolute bullshit. And Ochoa hit the deck like a sniper took him out and started flailing. It was clear from, it was not natural for him to bend over that far to put his head that close to Atuesta, you knew when he did that in that moment that he was trying to draw a foul. Yeah, and then uh, somebody from Club America comes over and shoves Atuesta down in retaliation. And, and nothing happened to that. Atuesta got carted off. The Club America player that retaliated did not. And didn't somebody get a yellow on LAFC maybe five minutes prior because of retaliation also? I can't, it's hard to remember. Um, I don't remember. Very one-sided refing. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Not even one-sided refing, just awful refing. Yeah. When I was watching the highlights, so I didn't start watching until the the second half. I just caught the, I missed most of the theatrics. And when they were showing the highlights of it, you're going, how on earth could that possibly happen? At least starting next season, they're, they're using um, VAR. Is that a thing? Yeah. They announced it today. They have to, because no one's taking him seriously at all. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think uh, someone had a? I mean, we'll get on to the rest of this, but I mean, that wasn't even the the tip of the iceberg in this match. But do you think somebody had a talk with this the referee for this game because and said, "Listen, you gotta you gotta do this right because everybody's watching us." Probably that's why there was no cards. Yeah, it's. I imagine someone said, "Look, you." We had a bunch of bad calls in the last one, and you know if we're going to keep the integrity of CCL, then we have to do it right. So, or do you think that someone just a, missed a payment? Somebody forgot oh, to drop off their payment. That could very well be due. That could have happened. Or you got to think. Wait, well, what's the population of Mexico? I don't like where this is going. Compared to the population, Mexico, of, I think. compared to the population of the United States. 
You know, like, look, they want that viewership in the U.S. Mm. Mm. So they they need to have like next season, even if it's rigged, I think an MLS team is going to win because they need to have it like they need to have that viewership. Uh, you know, that viewership is a lot of money. Those for television Mexican rights. leagues and the and the North American, the rest of the North American leagues should merge. Or don't you think? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do put a pin in that. Follow them up. Put a, put a pin in that. Yeah. But, well, so in exciting news for obviously next season, the Timbers have made it to. Wait, wait, wait. We still got to talk about. Greg didn't get a chance to finish because I derailed this conversation. So that was one red card. Um, what happened after that, Greg? Oh, during halftime, as they're going into the tunnel, Club America's coach, Miguel Herrera, got in the face of a, an LAFC coach or assistant coach. I forget his name. Uh, there wasn't too many shots on TV of what happened. I think I saw one earlier today, but it was still kind of. No, they focused on Bradley yeah. talking shit. To that so other, they're kind of sketchy. To one of the players. But uh, there were some actual fists thrown during <laughs> no that. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't see any like good contact, but fists were definitely thrown. Like like soccer fists or actual fists? Actual fists, man. Uh, well, okay. Let me let me let me uh, go back on that. More like baseball fists when the batter charges the pitcher and they throw a big haymaker, but it doesn't land. Yeah. Herrera gets carted off. And uh, where do you think he went? Uh, did he go well, back to the tunnel and hang out in the dressing room? He went. He goes. Oh, he probably hung out in the dressing room, like a nor- like you usually do when you get kicked out of the team, kicked off the bench. Oh, God, no, he did. He went. To, he went like first. He went like five rows up. He didn't even, <laughs> and it was still screaming. Yeah. I wish you guys could have heard Gretchen. She was livid. She was like, "What?" She was like, she was loud. She was flying off the handle. She was yelling, and she was like, "What are those guys afraid of him for?" And it was funny because he looks like a mob boss. That's why. He does, I was gonna say, yeah, Greg said at the beginning he looks like a mob. Boss. Well, yeah, but he he looks like the mob boss that always gets killed midway through the movie or two thirds of the way through the movie when the war starts. He's 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 mid level management. Yeah, so th- they finally bring some guys down and they're like they keep panning back to him during the match and he's talking to some guys in suits and you're like, Well, I mean, what's going on? They don't they don't look exactly like security guys, but like, I mean, are they talking with them? It wasn't very confrontational, but then you see that they're making him an offer he can't refuse. They kind of, they sort of get him to go up to the top of the of the lower deck. So they kind of got him to move a little bit. They almost got him out the door, and then right as he's about to go out the door, he cuts to the left and stays at the top. Like he like weaseled behind the bar and then behind those seats and then just like stood there. It was and ridiculous. no one like tried to get him out. And they didn't. They wouldn't do anything it was it was it was so comical like a fat kid tantrum at the bakery when he can't get the cookie he's like i will wedge myself in between the the door and the window uh and so they're just like fine whatever fat kid like no one's gonna listen to you anyway and then he gets a walkie talkie and he's shouting instructions like at that point, it was like Three Stooges. Like, really? <laughs> he's, he wasn't even trying to hide it. He's got a walkie-talkie, and he's and he's he's, he's well, he's like halfway trying to hide it. He's like crouched <laughs> down a little bit, like, and he's talking to somebody on the team. You know, he's not. It's, it's not like he's talking to his family. Yeah, I, 
I just got kicked out. <laughs> what, what kind of instructions could you be giving to someone to, you know, from the stands via walkie-talkie? That's what I don't understand. What he's talking to a, another, some one of the people on the bench, and telling them what's going on, what to do, what subs to make, because they did make some subs, and, and you know, you know for a fact that information came from him. Right. Or, you know, maybe they had planned out in advance when to bring a guy in or not. He's just up there saying to the other coach on walkie talkie, he's going, man, you should come watch the game from up here. It's so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking to Bill. Yeah. It'd be funny if he was like messing with truckers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm at truck stop. Exit 13, man. Come on down. Check me out, bro. <laughs> Did you guys notice when he came back that he had like a like a bloodshot eye? Yeah, on the second half he had the and they tried to they were talking about it and they're like, why does he have a bloodshot right. eye? I was my th- <laughs> okay. like it, it, it really occurred to me like I wouldn't have put it past that guy to like oh like maybe he got slapped near the face or something like that and so like right before he went on field he went into the bathroom <laughs> and jabbed his finger in his eye to make it look worse. Yeah. <laughs> I get a walkie-talkie, and I can stay in the stands. (laughs) That was so absurd. And so I'm very glad that LAFC persevered and won that game to make it to the final. Herrera also received a four-match ban from CCL. I think two matches were because of the fight at halftime that got him sent off. The other two matches was because of the walkie-talkie. Uh, yeah, but does does that mean the new coach gets it uh, since he was like a? I think that's oh. just him. He got fired, so that's the other. That's the other great thing that happened from that. Do you think he got fired because of the the poor performance of the team, or just because they were embarrassed by how he acted afterwards? I think all the above. I don't know their history, so I don't know. Like, yeah, what what's been going on that would have led up to that? I just know that I just know what I saw, and it was amazing. Yeah. I think you got fired for that powder blue suit <laughs> <laughs> with the purple tie. He looked good, man. That was that was straight up sex. To LAFC fans, that game is going to be, I'm sure, as legendary as the the red card wedding is for the Timbers and Sounders fans. Oh yeah, yeah. That was it was awesome, and I'm again glad they won. Hey Jonathan. Hey Randy. How many um, LAFC Facebook groups do you belong to? Uh, zero. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, times one. Uh, no, I'm not in any LAFC Facebook groups. So, Greg, how many LAFC groups are you in on Facebook? Zero. You know, it's funny. I actually wanted to like LAFC when they were new. Um because I myself am also a native Los Angelino, and they weren't the Galaxy. Um, so I kind of did want to like them somewhat, but after seeing them play and how they played against us and how their fans just acted so goddamn entitled and uh, uh, how Will Ferrell, which, fuck Will Ferrell, that guy's not funny, he's never been funny, he can go he's, fucking die. He's oh funny. God, he's hilarious. Uh, no, he's not him coming into uh Providence park and disrespecting us at home. I was like, fuck these guys, but bummer for LAFC to lose tonight. Because again, we wanted MLS to make it to the club world cup, which is what the whole goal of winning CONCACAF champions league is and bummer. But 
again, very excited for the Portland Timbers for qualifying due to COVID Cup. And we are waiting on one last team, and then they can start to announce the schedule. And it is the Canadian birth of the CONCACAF Champions League for 2021 that is between Toronto FC and Forge FC, which I was like, what the fuck is Forge FC? And I know, I never heard of that. I want to be a part of that. Yeah, it's from the, the community. You and Eli. Yeah. Eli. I'm, start, I'm starting a group right now, Eli. If you hear this, join it. Yeah. Uh, and then the two dudes from Africa. Um, yeah. And uh, I, they, they just automatically get added. Yeah. But Forge FC is from Hamilton, Ontario. And I guess they've won the championship for the Canadian Premier League two years in a row. And they. Uh, they are uh, playing against Toronto FC at some undefined date and time, and that will be the final team to be uh, put into 2021 CCL, and then we'll start getting some schedules. And so I believe it's Philadelphia Union, Atlanta United, and who was the other team from MLS? Did we... Columbus Crew. Oh. How was Atlanta in it? Open Cup 2019. Oh. Because they didn't redo the Open Cup. And actually, the berth that we got was interesting because MLS gets four automatic ones. And uh, the whoever won COVID Cup, had that been a Canadian team, Canada would have had two teams going right. through. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. So, so COVID yeah, Cup pretty- was like a – that was like the de facto U.S. Open Cup if they had allowed Canadian teams in it. Correct. It was really interesting how they did it, but again, I'm super excited for the Timbers to make it, and I I hope they you know the depth is still there for 2021, and Sebastian Blanco comes back healthy and can play like he's supposed to. And he's looking good. I like watching him train. I know. It's that last video they posted of him earlier on, like. I swear, like three months ago, or like immediately after it happened, or shortly when he the first his first training videos. I, every time I looked at it, I'd be like, "Ah, be careful, be careful, be careful." <laughs> oh, when he's in that bubble thing on the treadmill, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh, dude, 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 come on, come on." But yeah, the, that last video, of him, he must. I think he was back home. He was in a park or something, running the cones and kicking a ball at the wall. That looked good, dude. Forge. Forge Football Club. Yeah. Their nickname's the Hammers. Give me a break. That is so rad. The Hammers. Yep. I'm all about them. They're my new favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Insert thanks for the input, Josh Jingle. Thanks for the input, Josh. Anyone else here excited for the CONCACAF Champions League for 2021? Yeah, I can't wait. Are we done talking about LA's performance? I think so. I mean, today yeah. they just got beat. End of story. Yeah, they, yeah. No, they, had a, they had a really good, solid shot at it. They got lazy in the, or they got, they got a little bit sloppy at the end, and it didn't work out for them. But they certainly were not a pushover, and they easily could have won. I just want our new Timbers jersey with a Champions League patch. That's all I want. All right. Well, so we have one more topic to talk about that is in relation to the new rumors or the not new rumors, but rumors kicking back up again about a potential merger between Liga MX and MLS. And Never going to happen. Did you guys listen to the everybody do their homework and listen to the Grant Wall interview with Garber? 
Yeah, never going to happen. Yes, I did. And all I took away from that interview is that millionaires who bitch about money should be shot. (laughs) When you say bitch about money, do you mean like bitch about them paying taxes and you shoot them or they're concerned about, you know, providing economic value to countries who face hardships? My brain just melted. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to the Grant Wall Garber interview and it's amazing. I mean, again, Grant Wall has so much credibility that he can interview pretty much anyone he wants. I don't think I've heard Don Garber do an interview outside of like, you know, MLS Cup and he's there taking two minutes worth of questions. So for him to do a podcast with Grant Wall is amazing. It just gives you so much access to someone like Garber who you just would never get. And then during that line of questioning, Grant Wall said, you know, Hey, what about the rumors? And Garber did not deny rumors of the merger, potential merger between Liga MX and MLS. And his answer was the, the gist of it to me was I've always wanted to do something along the lines of making MLS be the most valuable that it could be and like blah, 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 this, which is if they can turn MLS uh, and Liga MX into one league, it'll be a huge international commercial success. And that's his goal. And he talked about the problems that we, I think we all know it's again, like MLS is a single entity ownership structure and Liga MX is not like the, the two leagues are just run very differently and merging those uh, together will take a lot of stuff or like, you know, a lot of homework. Logistically he said it was going to be a gargantuan undertaking because of what you said. Um, and a yeah. lot of, and the fact that there's, there's too many teams. He flat out said there's, there's going to be 30 teams by the, you know, so far there's going to be 30 MLS teams plus, how, how many teams are in League MX? 20. 20. So that's 50 teams. And he said, if this merger would ever happen, that some, not all teams would make it. Well, and that was the next thing, which is, uh, which I think I put down here, but maybe not, is, oh, yeah, it's the first part, is do you make one massive league with promotion and relegation between both leagues and make a real you know, a real competition. And if you want to play with the big clubs against, you know, Club America and their their team of thespians, then you can, you know, you can do that. You just have to spend and invest in your team, but you don't get to be the bottom of the league team anymore and not invest in 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 the club. How does that, I mean, I don't understand how that could ever work because it can't when MLS is a franchise-based league. But that's Josh. That's the whole point. He's saying that they would change it. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is that okay, already, but then but that means you have to buy out each one of those people. Right. And is he willing to do that? That's pennies in comparison to what a league of that magnitude could be worth internationally. You take the top ten teams from both leagues, and you put them in a North American Super League, aka the NASL. <laughs> and then what happens? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> What happens I, I will have to, I do have to say on, on that note, uh, that's not my joke. I stole it. I'll plug somebody else's podcast for this. 25 stories that made MLS really cool podcast. How many, I mean, how does that even work? Eventually, like after the first season, you'll have like 15 Mexican teams and, you know, 15 to 18 Mexican teams and, and three to two to five MLS teams left. 
Well, you know, maybe you wouldn't because you got to think that if all of a sudden there's like traveling rights between them, like between Mexico and the United States and Canada, people are going to want like a lot of those players are going to want to play in the U.S. maybe. Hmm. Uh, can you imagine traveling like Guadalajara to Toronto Ugh. like twice a season? They would have to figure out chartered flights. No question. There's no way they could do that type of league with that type of travel without, you know, like you can't be sitting in coach in the middle seat uh, on a commercial flight. Uh, it just <laughs> knees up against can't. the back. Yeah. The- well, that's when that's when money comes into play. That's uh, another interesting thing that Garber brought up is there's no there's no um, CBA agreement in the in the Mexican league. And one thing that he didn't bring up, and um, I mean, I don't know, our, our, our league is a poorly disguised pyramid scheme. Is everything in the Mexican league, are, every, are all those guys all on the up and up? <laughs> they probably make all their money from jersey sponsorships. <laughs> the 15 different jersey sponsorships. They don't even have a jersey. They just have sponsorships that make up yeah. A shirt. <laughs> they're not jerseys. They're several sponsorship patches stitched together into a general <laughs> shirt shape. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Well, I personally hope that they are able to create a super league. Why? And- yeah. I have no why? interest. Zero interest. I would like to see. I, why not just have a terrible idea. League expand into like its own kind of super league? Well, wait a second. What if they're start? What if they're already talking about this and they're starting to think of like Club World Cup becomes a bigger thing. Like there becomes a like a yearly championship between all the main clubs. There was like a, su- like a super champions league. Yeah, that was happening. But that was only Europe. That was a UEFA thing. Yeah, UEFA where they're trying to avoid that and all the big clubs don't want to lose out on TV rights and uh, and sponsorships and sales. And so they're like, when, when Man U doesn't make Champions League, that's a big deal for Man U. And so they're like, why don't we just skip UEFA's tournament? And UEFA's like, hold on, hold on. We'll figure something out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But- but back to to creating a super league, why would you not want to like tell why? me two why do you want to play why do you want to have play teams that are nowhere near near you, aren't in your country? I'm not interested in that. I'm interested so, in but, you know, but Canada's okay. They have their own thing going and it's strong. They don't need us. We don't need them necessarily. They don't have anything really to gain from us coming along with them. I don't. I don't understand why they would yeah. want to be. A part what if of it's them. like Sunday night and like Vancouver is playing like Veracruz, and <laughs> that's like twelve hours away. You know, like like that's evil. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing. There's they nothing. They're like five days ahead just to like unwind. I'm not. They have- opposed to seeing our team play other teams from other countries you know but i'd like to be that maybe that's a that's in a ccl thing or maybe it's in a um best of i don't know what but i don't want to i don't want to play teams from mexico on a regular basis you know as part of our regular they've already added you they've already added the campeones cup they've already added the league's cup and they're their gonna CCL. Kill, they're going to kill all of those things if they create a, a massive Super League. Yeah, and well, even Garber said that wasn't going to happen. You know, he, I think he mentioned decades at some point. 
not even he like, said, yeah, it was like he said it's not next year um uh <laughs> in terms of whatever i think he said 2026 or maybe that was the end of some massive sponsorship that mls had where they could start to consider getting out oh, of that's when, the, that's when their sponsorship no no, no. he's TV. talking about you're confusing that he was talking about all the media deals and at the same time TV rights and they're gonna re renegotiate all that yeah, as one big right. package thing but that didn't have anything to do with um that was 2020 super league what's yeah, that you're right that was 2023 when yeah. he was I mean, he, he mentioned i mean it was decades it's not it's not something that they're talking about even five years from now I so my reasons for wanting to uh, join or create a massive super league uh, with promo and relegation is that playing against the Colorado Rapids every year is boring. It's the same reason I said that Concacaf Champions League was exciting, is because it it's it, there is no incentive for any team in MLS to really try. Uh, do, you watch, they, do you watch any other sports? I used to watch baseball uh, and hockey when I was in middle school and high school. And it's fun to play against your rivals, but the, the soccer is global and we're, it, it, it's just a different feel and approach with soccer. Yeah, as opposed You're going to have the same, you're, you're going to cut down. They, they make the super league. You're going to cut back down to 20 teams and you're still going to be playing the same teams. Except you're not going to have a chance yeah. to interact with the, with the fans from the other teams because they're going to be in another country. I don't. On that logic, let's let's go over to Europe. Let's take Liga One, Serie A, the Bundesliga, La Liga, Premier League. Take them all and make one big European Super League. On that logic, I uh, let's do it. That'd be rad. <laughs> But all those leagues also have relegation and promotion. It'll just be just be Barcelona every year. And that's Barcelona beats Barcelona B every year because (laughs) their B team uh, would make it. I don't know if I think I would be maybe less inclined to say create a Super League if we could have promotion relegation between USL, USL, whatever, two and then NASL and give other t- like again like we're trying to americanize the 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 sport and it's and it's not working yeah it would it's great like this year like having to see like watch leads you know like how long has it been since you've seen league in the premier league yep it's been like 20 something years or when lester won the premier league and is now yeah, become a regular rad. powerhouse they were a nobody in a lower tier league. And I bet you there are teams in USL who could give any team in MLS a run for their money, but they never yeah, like will. Phoenix rising. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, Colorado Rapids, you're like fucking whatever, dude, no one cares. If it's that easy for USL teams to give MLS a run for their money. When was the last time USL team won open cup? There you go. No, Oh my god, dude! Yes, eat, that's literally what we're know, talking about. Eat yes. four bags of shit. Do you know when the MLS teams enter into oh, US Jesus Open Cup in comparison to when USL teams have to enter? <laughs> well, there still you know doesn't matter. They still, left. they still make it. Uh, do you? Do, well, no, it's the same reason why like a pub isn't winning the a pub team isn't winning like the FA Cup because they start <laughs> yeah. like. Six no. months before any of the Premier yeah. League teams, MLS teams enter team. in essentially the knockout round uh, for any other major tournament. It's it's like when uh, Champions League in Europe and you get knocked out and they go into Europa League and win Europa League. It's because they 
that the all the Europa League teams have already knocked each other out. Like it's it's not you. That's not a fair comparison at all. What 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 not USL one. team you think is going to do that? I don't know shit about USL. I couldn't tell you. But you're confident that they could give MLS teams a run for their money. I think at least one USL team, uh, if like winning the championship and getting promoted into MLS could get MLS teams a run for their money. Absolutely. All right, PDXFC, it's on you guys. There you go. They're not even, they're in like <laughs> uh, 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 Fred Meyer's uh, championship league. I don't know where they're <laughs> Yeah, starting up, in, yeah, in spring, they're going to be playing Margo's team for like a yeah. soccer club. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I, I think it would be fun. And if they can create it, it would be commercially very successful, which again, at the end of the day, this is a business. It's not a, it's not a Who's charity it commercially for, for successful to though. Are, I mean, are, is the Mexican television audience distinctly different from the the North Americans? Not distinctly. I mean, there's overlap for sure. But I mean, yeah, I, good question. I mean, like, and I think internationally, it makes us outside of North America much more marketable as a region like Concacaf. Yeah, I'm not worried about being marketable as a region. I mean, we, we I know you're not worried about together. it. We it's get not, our own it's not, together. About, it's not about you. It's about what Merritt Paulson wants with his bucks. <laughs> I think if we get MLS gets its own act together and continues to grow and improve, we don't need to worry about combining with Mexico. It's going to be great when we, we do a reunion show on this podcast 20 years from now and we're all old and talking about... I'm going to be dead by then. Yeah, no, Randy. <laughs> Randy's gonna outlive the next four hundred years. He's Unless, gonna be like fucking. I keep trying to grow stem cells in my basement, and it's not working. Uh, <laughs> really quick, really interesting. I was listening to NPR the other day, and I guess the the Catholic Church had to come out and say that the coronavirus vaccine from Pfizer and Moderna are safe and not morally bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> and there is something fantastic about that. When I was listening to that story, I just like the way where your mind goes and that entire thing. And you're going, the Catholic church had to tell its dumb fucking people to get vaccinated because they're too worried about where the stem cells came from. That's fucking crazy. I mean, Garber wants it, man. Like it was, it was very clear that that is, that is on his radar of professional, whatever. And then I like to also do a question about he saw. He almost like after that they asked him how long he was going to be involved with the league. He almost sounded like he's about ready to hang up the towel. That that's what every dictator says. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to stop this at some point. Of like, Don, will you stick on for another 15 years? Sure, um, <laughs> voluntarily. And, yeah. Yeah, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's created uh, uh, an animal, and there he he would have to get fired, and he would have to get fired because he was caught hanging out with a Catholic priest or Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Sorry to the okay. Catholics. Okay, so we should have ended this a little while ago, probably. probably. Just like Beckerman's ending his career. Are we talking about the podcast in general or just this episode? The podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, and with this, I am signing off forever. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kyle Beckerman. I didn't even realize he was still playing for the last 20 years. <laughs> I stopped paying attention to him when he cut off his dreads. When he cut his hair? Yeah. Yeah.
Glad to see you go, 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 go. Goodbye. Yeah, I hate Kyle Beckerman. He is the the non smiling shitty version of Diego Chara. Chara's his fouls aren't mean, man, and he doesn't do the you know he has some hard tackles, sure, but he does not do the 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 bullshittery that Beckerman always does. That's fair. This, That's this, fair. The Beckerman's the CCL level stuff that Beckerman does. Oh, somebody brought up the point that uh, Beckerman was the last of the uh, Miami Fusion players to still be playing in, the, in, in MLS, and the second to the last no guy was shit. was Ramondo. That's insane. Yeah, that's Miami Fusion and Tampa Bay Mutiny, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It used wow. to be uh, what's his faces? Caleb Porter's old team. Boo. <laughs> oh, Josh, you, yeah, Josh, you missed the the interview with, with Greg's drummer, whose last name is Meatloaf, I think. <laughs> oh, I yeah. would do anything for love, but I won't uh, do that. Caleb Porter is like a real softy now. He's no longer a hard ass. He, told, he admitted in an interview he cried when he found out that um, – Nagby and the other guy weren't going to be able to play in the in the cup match. Is that what he said? He's like, you yeah. know, I just like had to shed a tear when Nagby and that other guy. No, he said he broke out too. <laughs> yeah, Nagby and that other guy, Santos. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I really I like remember. when that other guy plays. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! All right, guys. Yeah. Wow, what a fantastic end of the year episode. Fantastic. Yeah, this has been great. I can't wait for we record. I think the next time we'll do it is uh, again our one year anniversary, January 9th. So, hey, before we go, um, they mentioned that that uh, the guy that scored the equalizer for um, Tigress the last time he had scored in the Champions League uh, was against RSL. Huh. How about that shit? Huh. Useless that? knowledge. Yeah. So, Josh, where can the people yeah. reach us? I don't know. It's <laughs> probably on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Send and us don't we have like a Gmail, like portlandvanity at gmail.com? And we probably have a phone number. You guys know it by now, obviously, because you're leaving messages. It's and so Jeff Sutton, <laughs> you know, we hear your messages. We just forget to play them until after. Yes. Do we have more? Do we have new messages? From him, yeah, he left a message, I think, or he left a comment or something. Wait, we're leaving. We're leaving messages to ourselves. Oh, he asked for stickers, and I said no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said no? I literally said call us for stickers. Well, well I send them. To, yeah, episode. I send them. I send them to everyone who wanted them, but except Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm going to send him a bunch of shit, so okay. that's fine. Well, I guess Greg can uh, right. catch in that you're to reach us. But who picked the song? Um, it's either it's either going to be Randy picked it. Mexican Radio or Los Angeles. Which one is it? Listeners, if you want it to be, I'm on a Mexican <laughs> radio. Text well, five five three two nine. Or why don't you just play a verse from each back to back to back to back? Or play them both. Oh, Mexican Radio, of Voodoo, and uh, Los Angeles by X. Oh, I'm gonna have so much fun doing a mashup. Fuck yeah. doing a mashup. Right. Hey guys, have a good uh, rest of your year. Yeah, Merry Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa.
and that Christmas thing too. Wu Tang and New Year. Yeah, all of it. Podcasts. All right, Portland. Right, guys. Stop.
I do want to record this episode. I'm just saying you are it's your baby. Let's let's do it. I, I want you to stop. I want you to be less uh less I don't know, dude. You're the one with the BWC for the CCL. America is not Work on the your champion. Self-esteem, man. Come on. Mine? <laughs> My, I have rock solid self-esteem. Uh, welcome to episode 24 that nobody else wants to do, but they're placating me. I'm because- on a Mexican radio. <laughs> that's funny. I was going to suggest hell, um, Los Angeles by X, but that's good too. Los Angeles is burning by bad religion. <laughs> no. Ooh, that is good. That's a, I like that that's idea. too new. I'm good now. I like I'm good a with lot of, radio. I, like, I have respect for bad religion. Oh, good. You have respect for a band that's been around for 30 plus years. Yeah. God, when did they form? Like 79? Uh, 78, I think. Yeah. You know, we have so much Spanish flavor, Latin flavor, whatever you want to call it. Slightly racist. I think we'll do pretty well. It's not at all. What what type of flavor do do they represent, Josh? Yo, look, even mid-level managers in the mob crush puss and do drugs, so at least for <laughs> half the movie. Yeah, it's true. Probably got to cut that out. <laughs> um, I don't know where your guys are going, but I just said I like the name Forge FC and their nickname, The Hammer. Because Forge Hammer. Like, this is, um, you guys went a little um, south on, the, on me here. The also, deep south. Like, also, there's another, and oh yeah, Liverpool sucks. Oh god damn Liverpool. That was a and Klopp is um a horrible coach. He whines about everything. His teeth are fantastic. Yeah. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I think we're off track. I think we're officially yeah. off track. We're never off track if we talk about how much Liverpool sucks. Okay. N A S L. I'm like, oh, please yeah. don't promote other podcasts on our podcast, Greg. Yeah. Unless um, it's Randy, you can't do it. <laughs> um, uh, Dr- drinking off into his sock is not growing stem cells. <laughs> Backing up to the Grant Wall interview really quick and then we can move on. Uh when he brought up <laughs> when he brought up uh the possibility of a merger, did anybody else hear Don Garber get an erection? Dude. He I had, think it was audible. Yeah, his <laughs> erection broke through his computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 